Welcome to the Do Divorce Right podcast. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and I'm here to help you transition through your divorce with ease and integrity, to not only survive the challenges of your divorce, but to thrive as you come out the other side of it with a much better life than you ever hoped possible. On this show, we talk about many different aspects of divorce, interview women who have their own incredible divorce stories, or those who can offer some great advice as you go through yours. The focus here is to help you find the strength and support to help you feel lighter, happier, more positive, and in a better frame of mind to face the inevitable challenges of your current journey. Welcome back to the Do Divorce Right podcast. I have a special guest today. I'm quite delighted to bring this to you. It's not a story about divorce. It's not a story about a specialist who can help you on your journey through divorce. It is a beautiful human being, Sarah McLeod. She is a personal stylist who helps women rediscover themselves. And this is how Sarah and I connected through these stories about how much we love working with our clients when they're feeling at their lowest and we get to see them become a true, authentic, blossoming version of themselves. So Sarah, I can't wait to share some of your suggestions. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for making that was beautiful. Thanks for making time to to be here. Could you tell us a little bit? Tell us your business name. Tell us um, your mission because I love the way you say it. You could say it so much better than I can. Well, my business name is S J M Styling, and my mission is to bring sparkle, joy, and magic to your world through clothes. Um, I love that. S J M just happens to be my initials as well. Yeah. So uh, I'm truly embody bringing sparkle, joy and magic to the world through clothes um, and in that way helping um, the world feel like a little better place. Yeah, I think you bring sparkle, joy and magic to any room you're in as well. We've met face-to-face multiple times now and I'm always drawn to you. Just have a beautiful, welcoming energy. You've always come up to me with positivity and shared, I don't know, you've always connected and I appreciate that because I can be in all of us we can be in rooms with with lots of people and and not everybody is as welcoming and joyful as you are Sarah and I always appreciate your energy so yeah thanks again for coming on now my purpose for this this discussion is maybe to share some strategies some suggestions on how women can go from feeling completely, let's say, undiscovered, right? They have had an identity that wasn't the identity that they're going to have moving forward. They've had to wear that identity of being a wife, a mother, mm-hmm. um, whatever, a corporate something, mm-hmm. something. But now wife and mother are, are evolving, right? Wife will no longer be an option. Mother will be mm-hmm. presumably part-time, sometimes full-time, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but they get to no longer make compromises so they're going to go from this journey of grief and shedding a version of themselves that is just no longer the the truth the reality and then they get to go on this journey to creating an authentic version and and that you know journey of rediscovery is very exciting I'd love to talk to you about how you do that with style and with clothes and what suggestions we have to go on that journey from maybe some micro options all the way through to macro living your sparkliest joy foremost magic life (laughs) (laughs) where where would you like to start well just listening to you talk about that makes me excited 
for all the women that are on that journey. Um, but I think also the other thing we, that I um, need to talk about is that there is quite a lot of fear often from my clients and from a number of women that I talk to because they're like overwhelmed with where do I yeah. start from yeah. right at this minute. Um, so the journey, the journey for a lot of people might be overwhelming because it's combined with lots of other things. From a style point of view, when I work with my clients, they often um, are overwhelmed because they don't like what's in their wardrobe. They don't think there's anything in their wardrobe. They don't really know. I know I want to be different, but I don't know what that looks like. I have. Yeah. They might say something to me like, I have currently worn active wear and I hate active wear because I don't like the struggle in the morning in my wardrobe, so I just go for the active wear. And active wear is stretchy, so it fits us when we're having a full <clears throat> day. It fits us when we're feeling good about ourselves. It fits us when we're feeling crap about ourselves and had extra ice cream the night before. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think so with active wear, I, I haven't met many of my clients, and I haven't met many women except for women who work in the fitness industry that actually say to me, oh, my gosh, I absolutely love wearing my active wear all day. No. Now, and be truthful about that. And yeah. that's actually them presenting to the world who they want to be seen as. Yeah. Um, and definitely that is um, an evolution. I, I, I think when you were talking and you said, where do you start with the micro and the macro? I think what happens too often for the women that I work with, and this is what I want women to understand, is that they instantly think they should know the end goal and how they okay. should get there. And how they like want to time. show up in the world. And how yeah. they want to show up in the world. And they almost think they should instantly, that should instantly happen. And it's just not that way. We're so okay. harsh on ourselves. Um, because I call it like a little training program. Your brain is really used to seeing you in a certain way. Now, that mm. might be a familiar outfit that you put on every day because it's easy. doesn't necessarily make you feel fabulous, but of all the other things going on, getting kids to school, um, uh, potentially getting yourself to work, you wear what I call the uniform. Your brain then gets really used to seeing you in that uniform. And so when yeah. you want to change, you start digging through your wardrobe and you go, I'm going to try that outfit on that I haven't worn for ages and I think I used to like it. Now, when I say that, it could be six months or it could be three years since you wore that outfit. You put it on and your brain instantly goes, oh, that's not what we normally wear. That's so different. Yeah. And we as women turn that into it looks terrible. It's not what your brain's telling you at all. But just our human nature, we um, go, that looks terrible. We take it off. We might try another outfit. Same things happen. We take it off. We then end up with five or six outfits on the bed. And we're then like, I'm going back to work. You end yeah, because then we disasterify, don't we? We think, well, then yep. everything's rubbish. Got yep. it. And, of course, when we put back on, let's say, jeans and a knife top are your go-to. When you put that back on, your brain goes, oh, this is familiar. This is what we normally wear. I feel safe again. And you go, oh, I can wear this. You don't walk out feeling fantastic. You walk out going often feeling like you failed because you didn't end up wearing something different as you walked out. Yeah. So what I like to help my clients understand is a few things. Number one, when we look in the mirror, 
and this is a <clears throat> study that was done, women look in the mirror and what they see, they go 30% to the negative. Men do something different, but that's because they don't um, uh, they don't judge themselves on how they look. It's something men are very different. Kettles of fish. Women instantly go 30% to the negative. So what you think you're seeing in the mirror is certainly not what I'm seeing, what you're seeing, what I'm seeing when I meet you in a meeting, but we have this idea in our head. We instantly go. We also instantly focus on the bits we don't like, whether that's our left elbow or our right toe. (laughs) And rather (laughs) rather than looking at ourselves as a whole, so that's where I, my first thing is I always say to my clients, can you look up and look into your own eyes and look at yourself as a whole human? Let's, let me repeat that. Look up. I love that because wouldn't don't we just zoom down into the I don't love my calves or my thighs are a bit this mm-hmm. or my tummy is showing. So can we look up, look into our eyes and see ourselves as a whole human? Mm-hmm. We just don't do that very often, do we? If we're looking at ourselves, if we're looking at our eyes in the mirror, it's probably because we're putting mascara on. You know, it's very rarely because we're looking at ourselves. What yeah. happens when and your clients all... do that? Um, well, the first thing when my clients do that is it's quite confronting. So a lot of them, because we don't look up and just look into our own eyes and really just look. Mm. Um, but when they do, I say to them, now just look at yourself as a whole person and think about all the things you have achieved to this point. So it instantly changes how we're feeling because we think about all the things we've achieved, which might be I managed to keep the kids alive or I I got them off to school this morning and there was fruit in their lunchbox. Tick. um, And they were on time before the bell went. Right. Or it could be as big as I ran a marathon in my 20s. This this body is nice and strong or it has been nice and strong. We have achieved some good things together. Good things. Or, you know, remember that amazing party I went to in Ibiza. Like, whatever it is. And and I see it instantly. In the mirror, I see it instantly where it changes their whole vibe when they look at themselves. So how we feel is really strong driver in what we wear i also remind them when we say look up is i say to them when you meet someone so if they're going into the office when you meet a new person in the office do you look at their knees and and make a decision about oh gosh i've got ugly knees or do you look at their left finger and 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 wonder why the nail's not very nice on that finger or the size of their tummy and then decide the quality of their character based on that based on that No, you never do. No. And so that's a little, so that would be always, no matter who I work with, that is my number one. Look up and let's look at ourselves as a whole. Um, And then the overwhelm in our wardrobe is often because we don't give ourselves the amount of time that our brain needs to catch up to what we're trying to do. So when we want to... Before we go into the training our brains to see ourselves a bit differently, because this feels quite nice and meaty, can I just um, hook into the decision fatigue issue and the idea Mm. that, you know, we are all making so many decisions and when we're under a huge amount of stress, which you are as you're creating an evolution Mm -hmm. in your life, 
everything is different. Yep. You need to make more and more and more decisions. So the idea of going into the wardrobe or the cupboard and choosing something to wear is already you know, you've already got decision fatigue before you even get there. So is that something that you talk your clients through as well? Or do we address that later? <laughs> Why are you laughing that at me? <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing because I'm like, have you been with me in the wardrobe with my clients? <laughs> what I bring it back to is that um, being gentle on ourselves. Because what happens is you walk in the wardrobe and go, I should know what goes with that. Let's come back a step. Let's be gentle. Yeah. Realistically, you don't even know what's in your wardrobe because we have because we run out of time and we've got so much, so many other decisions and things pulling on us that need to be done. Our wardrobe is often the last place that gets any attention. So I bring it back to let's be gentle on ourselves and make one change at a time, not twenty changes at a time, which might okay. just be. When you go into your wardrobe, go and look at a different top in your wardrobe. Don't try and look at a different top, a different pants, a different belt, a different pair of shoes. One thing. One change. Yeah. When they work with me, we work through a few more at a time, but it's a very bigger process. It's all about themselves. Yeah. If someone was listening to this and going, I'm so sick of wearing active wear, yeah, and I want but to be I, a fundamentally different human now. I, I want, want to, to be, be fundamentally me. different and I want <laughs> yeah. to be me and I want to be amazing, but I haven't got 30 seconds to myself. Yeah. I try and say, let's make it fun. The night before, turn it into a fun thing that is just for you. So whether you've got your glass of wine or you've got a cup of peppermint tea or whatever it is, and you've got potentially half an hour when kids are asleep or something else is going on, rather than sitting and starting and watching the TV or whatever, Take that half hour and turn it into a little bit of fun and like, oh my gosh, exploration in your wardrobe. Okay. So if you've decided the, the one thing you're going to change the next day is the top you're wearing, go into your wardrobe and get excited about finding five tops you think you love. I love that. Let's go in with it with positive energy. So... Positive energy and not I'm going to go and rearrange my entire wardrobe. Right. Because I'm not going to create a capsule wardrobe today. I'm not going to create no. the next three the three months of plans. I'm not going to create my new identity. No. I'm going to go in and find five things that excite me that I'm interested to wear again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that I'm interested to wear again and bring them out of the wardrobe and look at them, try them on, don't get, try and remove judgment around yeah. each of those articles. Try them on. Hmm, I don't love this anymore because this isn't who I am. Nine times out of ten when I work with a client, and they put a top on that they've said to me, oh, I used to love that top five years ago. Yeah. They're a very different person than they were yeah. five years ago. But they're trying to still wear that same top because they really liked it on myself five years ago. And it's You probably fit. liked who you were five years ago. Five years ago. chose it, yeah. So sometimes it's about being really gentle on yourself and being, you know what, I'm not that person I was five years ago or two years ago when I wore that top, and I really don't like it on myself anymore, and it doesn't speak to who I am or who I yes. want to be. If we try and do it, which so many women I speak to try and clear out their entire wardrobe in one afternoon. And I do love a good declutter, so I can get a bit excited. I totally <laughs> understand that. It's time to clear out the bad juju. I'm coming in to take it all out. Okay, no, Sarah is not recommending no, we be, do that. No, 
No, we're not because that's overwhelmed because there's so yeah. many emotions attached to those clothes in that water. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything ends up um, just so laying on the bed. Micro, you know, like if everything ends up on the bed or on the floor and then a child needs you and so then you're like coming to this destruction to your bedroom yeah. because you've emptied everything out of your wardrobe all at once and have lost the will to put it all back in. Yeah, indeed. Been there. Yep. That, so that's why I try and if, if clients want to take away some thoughts from me, it's like, for example, when I work with a client, we do either summer or winter wardrobe. We never do both. Okay. Way too overwhelming, way too many different decisions to be made. Yeah. Um, if I work with a client who's say got three wardrobes, we'll break that down into one wardrobe at a time. For example, but coming back to a little macro for your any of your clients that are listening, it's tapping into who you want people to see you as. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. in my 20s, I might have wanted people to see me as a dancing girl on a podium in a club. I'm not that, that for you. <laughs> Every now and then Love I that. like to be that person again. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not wearing those short shorts. Purely because they're not comfortable anymore, not because I don't think I can. Yeah, but let me just so, um, let me just observe a conflict here. Mm. So what I'm hearing is we want to decide how we want to appear in the world, but mm -hmm. going back to what you said earlier, is we kind of don't want to put pressure on ourselves to make all of those big decisions up front. So mm -hmm. if we haven't quite set that goal or decided, we haven't defined yet how we want to appear in the world. How do we make cho some choices that are not going to be in conflict of that? Thoughts? Baby steps. So if that first decision is, I want to, you might come around and go, I know that I'm not dressing how I want to look. You're a long way from deciding who the person is you want to present, but you just know mm -hmm. that I don't want to wear that ugly top and pants I've worn for the last three days to the office. So yeah, or I don't want, I talk want to feel like just a mum anymore. Yeah, I need to, yeah. I want something that doesn't, just bring that identity forward. Okay. And so then it's about, that's where I'm saying you've got to give yourself time and that's that half hour the night before with a glass of wine or your peppermint tea so that you allow yourself the time. If you try and do it in the morning, you're under a time pressure and pressure makes the decision a thousand times harder. Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah. when there's no pressure and there's not like I have to, I have to get out the door, I have to be wearing some clothes, it's because you're going to put your pyjamas on and go to bed after this half hour or so. You just pull out a few of those items. It might be something like you've got a dress in your wardrobe that you keep not putting on because you haven't given you enough time in the morning. And so you look at that dress and you go, I'm actually going to just, with no pressure, and have a lot of fun. I'm going to try it on. I'm going to try on what shoes I might wear with it. And I'm going to see how I feel in it. Yeah. When you're doing that, and this is probably the biggest part of that from my point of view, and this is what I work with my clients when we're in the wardrobe, is when you first put it on and look at yourself in the mirror, mm -hmm. I want to remember to look up and think about an awesome, awesome experience you had in your life. Yeah. I then want you to walk away from the mirror, have a sip of your peppermint tea or a glass of wine, go look at your shoes, and then come back to the mirror. Because what that because of course what's going to happen 
you're going to be looking in the mirror, your brain is going to be saying, this is really different. We don't wear this. This is not what we wear normally. Uh, I'm not used to this. Eject, I'm eject, not eject. Used to this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We then judge ourselves and go, oh my God, you've got no idea what you're doing. Go back what was to I what, thinking? You know, Get out of here. What was yeah. I thinking? That's ridiculous. Everyone's going to laugh at me when I wear that. All these ideas. So what happens is while I say, when I say move away from the mirror is it breaks that cycle in your brain. When I say think about an awesome experience you had. Now that could be something as simple as, oh my gosh, I had the most amazing ice cream yesterday. Or, and, and just bringing that feeling into your body. Yeah. Psychologically, it changes how our brain works. Yeah. That beautiful it's called feeling. savoring when we can revisit a positive experience that we've had in the past and and bring it back. It's one of the key elements to happiness to be able yeah. to really bottle how do we feel in a beautiful moment and then mm -hmm. be able to bring that back when we need it. It's it's a beautiful skill to have. Super yeah. important. And then look in the mirror. I've seen it, so I know that it happens. And it's not easy because it's like retraining our brain, it's retraining ourselves a little bit to give ourselves that time. And so then we see ourselves in this outfit, we love it, we're like, absolutely, that's what I'm going to wear tomorrow. What sometimes then happens with females is like, okay, I'm going to try everything on in my wardrobe. Uh oh. Remember, we've only given ourselves half an hour before we're going to bed. What I say is stop there. Okay. That is it. You feel fantastic, you found one new outfit. It might be that dress. It might be that you've put on a different top with the pants that you wear. It might be that um, you want to you want to try on a pair of shorts that you haven't tried on for a while because you're like, oh, because we have these silly ideas in our head that someone says to us that mums shouldn't wear short shorts. That's not true. It's just you made it true. So you try on the, the short shorts and a top that you love and you go, I look amazing. We stop there. We put that, yeah. hang that so we can see it. Yeah. Whether it's okay. hanging over the door, so that your mind is constantly seeing it and making that reference. So okay. it forgets about the familiar clothes that we wear every day because they're easy. That's starting to make these newer choices familiar again. Newer choices. And then the next morning when we get up and put on, let's say it's a dress we tried on the night before. <clears throat> Of course, your brain is still going to tell you it's not familiar. So I want you to put it on and then go to the kitchen and mm -hmm. finish packing lunches or whatever mums have, whatever you have to do that morning. How do we silence the voice when the children say, Mum, that's allow not that you. break. Yeah. So we've, we've, we've got the interruption of the child saying, Mum, that looks really different. What are you wearing? What are you thinking? <laughs> does that just bring our brain back to the negative cycle? <laughs> oh, it does. It does. It does. What I say to my client, and normally this is when they've got a daughter who's maybe between the ages of seven and 17, mm -hmm. because most of the little girls that I've worked with, their mums under seven just love everything that mum wears. Yes, true. Um, what I try and say to my clients is, do you want to dress like your daughter? Mm, all of my clients have said, no, thank you. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm, I'm in that beautiful bridging bridging stage where sometimes we twin accidentally and it's like oh, oh yeah. you've got wide leg jeans and a cute 
top. I've got wide leg jeans and a cute top. Sometimes we do it by accident and sometimes we still do it on purpose. And I quite like that. Yeah. When she says, mom, I'm going to choose your outfit for you and I'm going to choose it to match mine. I'm like, all right, let's go. (laughs) But that won't be happening for much longer. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, I think it's always a delicate cycle in that a child sees you in a certain way as but what I come back to, and I'll bring it back to a client that I had, who her daughter, nine-year-old daughter, had a lot to say about what her mum wore. And it actually came back to um, security of her daughter being like, I don't know this person who's so happy in her new look. Right. And so really that was more about that mother-daughter relationship and helping her understand why. Yeah, yeah. I think on the whole, most of my clients, they come away with a different vibration. They come away with a happier vibration. They come away with a level of excitement. A little bit of overwhelm in there because, let's all be honest, change of any type mm. is like, can be overwhelming. But I like to say that, that overwhelm is part of that excitement of presenting yourself to the world in a different way. Absolutely, and I think that's really important. Stress and excitement present themselves in the same way in the body. And we can use that to our own advantage, which is to, you know, I teach my children this as well, which is to say, okay, I'm I'm stressed, scared, I'm concerned, I'm stressed, I'm worried. How does that feel? Well, my palms are a bit sweaty or mm. I've got butterflies in my stomach mm. or my heart's racing or I'm a bit, you know, you know sweaty in, in, on my forehead or whatever it is I'm feeling a bit jittery it's like well how does it feel when you're about to get on a roller coaster like my palms are sweaty and I get you know (laughs) butterflies in my stomach and I get a bit sweaty up here and blah blah blah. it's like "Mm, so stress and do you feel stressed when you're going on a roller coaster no it's excitement so we try to remind them that our body you know plays the same track for stress as it does excitement so let's tell it that it's excitement. Oh, actually, I'm quite interested in this. Oh, this is, you know, a change that I've decided to make and I'm excited about it. Yeah. And also um, with mums and children, it's also sometimes about I'm really, if if it's a negative response from a child, it's also about helping them understand that I'm really wanting to express more of who I am and this is how I'm doing it in this outfit. So I appreciate that I don't look the same mum as I did have done for the last however long but I'm just trying this out can you support me or can you help me because I feel pretty awesome yeah and I think feeling awesome it just it changes how everything is it's like the saying when you walk down the street and you smile at someone it's very hard not to smile back like if someone smiles directly at you or talk about it a networking event which you might be at if someone smiles at you as they come up to you to say hi very hard not to smile back and be engaged with that energy. Absolutely. That's what I'm trying to help people create in how they feel in their clothes. Now, I realise that some days might be tougher than other days, especially, say, when you talked about um, mums that maybe have gone from being full-time mum to now being a part-time mum. Yeah. Who do I want to be on the days when I'm a, when I, my kids aren't with me and I'm mm-hmm. out going out to brunch or I'm going to take myself to a cafe on my own to see what that feels like? Keep in mind, you can be whoever you want to be on those days. That's the days mm-hmm. when you can get a, have a lot of fun and play because no one in the cafe knows you, no one down the street knows you. You can be whoever you want to be and project that. 
and have yeah, to and with that. you mentioned earlier about small steps. So one of the one of the examples of a small step might be well, if I'm not not mumming, then I can wear long dangly earrings, or I can wear you know big layers of bracelets because I don't Bracelet. have to. I can yeah, wear yeah, lots so of necklaces. Yeah, exactly. So I tiny little expressions tiny. of I'm the, doing something different now. <clears throat> yeah, expression and the other. When, I, when my clients are making change and, and it might be confronting change for them or they're like, oh, I really want to wear this, but it's taking a little bit for my brain to get around it. I say to them, wear that outfit when you go to the supermarket. Yeah. When you do the supermarket shopping, because at the end of the day, when we're doing the supermarket shopping, all we're worried about is getting through our list, making sure we've got everything we need and getting out of there. Nobody's paying as much attention no to you as, as, as you think they are. You're not looking at anyone. Um and even if you are overdressed for the supermarket, do you know what people are thinking? They're thinking she's got somewhere fabulous to go after this. Right, I love that. I'm wearing my dress and heels to the supermarket. Yeah. 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 And you have amazing heels. I do have good heels. <laughs> Let me ask you a tricky question. Um, because we've we've talked about getting from familiar to being more brave and the steps that get there. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about trends and icons and the influence of you know, we are, let's say we're stuck in the active wear space mm-hmm. and we know it's time to break out. The only things, the options we have in our wardrobe are still the skinny jeans, haven't transitioned to wide leg or shorter length or the whatever. How do we work <laughs> with what we have knowing that <laughs> we won't necessarily know what the trends are that we should be following? Tell me, how do we balance the conflict of that the terrible word should yeah yeah great no one get rid should of get rid of should um get rid of should because trends come and go mm-hmm. and the 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 great but difficult thing is that trends change so it's exciting and it's fun and there's new things to look at but you're quite right when you've got a wardrobe that you can't suddenly toss out and buy a whole new wardrobe which i've met yeah. no one who can do that yet you have to work with what's in your wardrobe. And so even though Instagram will have you believe that skinny jeans are out, skinny jeans aren't actually out. It's maybe just how we wear the skinny jeans have changed. Um, I would be saying things like um, get creative, as in look at some Instagram or look at Pinterest or find some outfits that you like. Or who do you admire? Are you a yeah. Reese Witherspoon? You know, do you love her style? Have a look at what she's doing because she's still wearing skinny jeans, using that as your example. She's still wearing skinny jeans. She might be changing it up a bit by putting a blazer with it and a belt. And then you have a look at that and go, right, how can I make that work in my wardrobe? You don't have a blazer, but you have a collared shirt. So use the collared shirt in a similar way. Or jacket or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, I I love that. So it's not about, sorry, go on. It's about giving permission. It's about giving permission to play. Yeah. And if you feel good in it, it doesn't matter if it's on trend or off trend. Um, <clears throat> there will be, I think if we come, go the other way around, what stumbles some of my clients is that they will still have things in their wardrobe that are 15 or 20 years old. Now, yep. don't get me wrong. As I have I. some pieces in mm. my wardrobe that are 15 years old, some that are 20 years old. But some of those pieces have not made the transition yeah. into 2023 very well. Some have made the transition very well. So it's about if you put it on and you feel like icky, yeah. it's 
it's not right. It doesn't mean it's not on trend. It just isn't right. Yeah. On trend at the moment is oversized. It's also slim. Like, like there's there's so much in that trend world that if you continue to follow the trend, you'll just get your head. You'll get dizzy. Yeah. Right, you spin your head around. Dizzy. You mentioned about skinny jeans, and I think the reason I brought that up because mm. it, it's so divisive, right? Are you are you oh, representing God. Gen X, Gen Z, Millennial? Are you being teased by the other generation? Oh, back off, mm. people! Just be kind. But I, um, <laughs> you know, and when I was mentioning that my daughter and I sometimes twin, mm. it's because you know I've got these cute hipstery jeans, and I've got some like wide leg jeans, and I've got some pink jeans, and. I went to a girlfriend's house recently and I'm wearing my like latest wide leg dreams with my whatever, whatever. And she was wearing the cutest pair of skinny jeans and a t-shirt and whatever, whatever she was wearing it with. And I was like, oh, she looks great. I'm, you know, I'm so mm-hmm. pleased I didn't throw them away. I still have options. So yeah, I, I agree. Like you can make yourself dizzy. Yeah. You can just, you know, in, in you paying attention to what everybody else is doing. Attention. Yeah, and it. you can also make yourself dizzy with should. Yeah. I should. Be wearing pastels now or whatever. Be pastels. I should be shopping for new things. It, yeah. Yeah, I think taking the should away. And if you want to go, okay, I don't even know how to put an outfit together. Yeah. Have a look at someone that you admire. That could be your friend down the street. It could be Reese Witherspoon. And just uh, have a look at some of their outfits. And have a look yeah. at how they change their look on different simply. days, you know, yeah. simply. And and when I say, like, you know, Blake Lively, I'm not saying that you're going to spend the money that she's spending on clothes, but how she dresses, you can replicate that from Target or Kmart. Yeah, you, for revenue and whatever, for revenue girls and review. whatever. Or, there's <laughs> so many imagination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think it first comes to removing that overwhelm. Don't try and make those massive changes all at once. Don't do it all. Start at once. to feel comfortable Agreed. in getting out. If you're if you're a mum and you're like, I I cannot go and pick up the kids one more day in active wear. Work on that. Just yeah, yeah. It might be that you still wear the leggings, but you change up and um, wear a long open neck skirt with a singlet underneath. It, it could be as simple yeah. as that and change out the sneakers, the slides. Start yeah, to feel cute. comfortable Great in option. little changes. Just little changes. Yeah. I'm going to summarise some of the... Oh, sorry, go on. You've got another one. Go on. And also... No, no, no. And also, it, um, when we look at, say, Pinterest or we go, oh my gosh, I love what Reese is wearing, but I couldn't because remove that sentence. But I couldn't wear that because I'm too short. I couldn't wear that because I'm too tall. I couldn't wear that because I'm too horizontal. What can we replace it with? How interesting would that be to try? Love that. Mm. Yeah, love that. And also, nobody's like asking you to tattoo it. (laughs) You're allowed to. You're allowed to look at these Pinterest boards and think, wouldn't that be? You know, I couldn't wear that because the line hits at my widest point. But wouldn't it be interesting mm-hmm. to try? So I'm going to go and have a look at the mm. stores, try a couple on and see what that looks like. And then maybe mm. I don't buy anything that day and I go back a couple of months later and I have a look and go, oh, this one's, you know, my brain's getting mm-hmm. used to the idea of seeing me wearing blazers of this yeah. style. I'm going to just have a bit of a summary. I've written down a bunch of mm. um, insights that we've we've talked through and I think I've written down what is good life advice, not just style advice. Um, 
I've tried to put it in some kind of uh, um, order, but let's see. Let's see where we go with this. The first is um, we should set a goal of either what we do want to feel or be or look like or appear as or set a goal of what we don't want to appear or feel or, or appear as. Mm-hmm. So that might be um, I want to I want to appear a bit more bold or I don't want to be repeating the, the, the active wear. So having that mm-hmm. goal. Secondly, choose with energy. Go with good energy in order to make your decision. And so mm-hmm. shake off any lingering fear and negativity. Let's go in with some po- positive energy, some excitement to go in and, and make some choices. I'm not saying specifically about the wardrobe because it's uh, you know really applicable to life. The third yep. thing is um, let's remove judgment. And a really great way of removing judgment is to begin looking at the whole, lifting our eyes and looking at ourselves and our mm-hmm. choices as part of a bigger whole as opposed to zooming in on on uh, the specifics mm-hmm. um the next is making small steps and small choices let's minimize overwhelm let's minimize decision fatigue make some small choices stop mm-hmm. when you feel good about your decision so allow yourself mm-hmm. to stay in that positive vibration allow yourself to really mm-hmm. feel good about this and and hold on to that mm-hmm. um, get others on board with you feeling good about yourself that was mm-hmm. something when we were talking about having the children and saying I would just like to have, I'd like to feel Mm -hmm. a bit differently. I'd like to have a bit more positive energy. Mm -hmm. Let's get others on board with why wouldn't they want that for us? And if they're not on board, they're out. Um, Make sure you do it for yourself. We're going to ignore trends. We're going to look, you know, going back to our goal of how we do or don't want to feel. We're doing this for ourselves, not for the people who are looking at us in the supermarket or the people that pick up. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to give ourselves permission to play which I think is lovely. Let's have Mm -hmm. some permission to try Mm -hmm. new things. And we're going to get rid of any statements that suggest that would be great, but I couldn't because. And instead we're going to use Mm -hmm. expressions like, wouldn't it be interesting to try? Yeah. Anything I've missed there? (laughs) You've done spectacularly. Well, that's just summarising all of your life advice. (laughs) You've done spectacularly. I think it's circling back to when we were talking about children, where as you start this journey of um, presenting who you want to be, other people in your life, like you might be close with your siblings or like your best girlfriend. And sometimes we have to remember that what they maybe say to you accidentally or falls out of their mouth is potentially maybe just how they feel about themselves and not necessarily about you. But because you're turning up looking or feeling or vibrationally different, You'd want to think majority of your friends would be like, wow, that's awesome. But there will be the odd person that might question, oh, that's not what you normally wear. Now, my response to that is, I know, doesn't it look amazing? Or I know, yeah, I'm, I'm trying something different. Are you on, yeah. you know, on your board? Yeah. Um, I agree with that because change is difficult, um, not just inside ourselves. We'll be changing for others as well. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, you were touching there on how do we talk to children about it. I think it, it can be really helpful to remind them that there is still security and safety here. Even when there is change, I'm still your mom. That's not going to that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's safe for me to try new things is a beautiful affirmation. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. safe for me to take some risks. You know? mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I think the other thing just to tie into everything 
you have just said, is to accept that this is change. And so there are going to be times when it's overwhelming or you're going to be like, feel like you've failed at putting yeah. that outfit together, but have belief in yourself. Yeah. Again, and we're I not tattooing it on. Ourselves, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> and if you try on that outfit that you wore back 10 years ago and think you feel amazing, you then get out and you realise, oh, this fabric isn't great in the Perth weather or, hmm, doesn't quite move like I remembered it moving. Okay, it's not like the end of the world. Like you just said, it's not being tattooed on. Move on and there's something else that is much better for you Yeah. than that. But sometimes the other thing I say is that top doesn't really deserve you anymore. It deserves someone else. That's a gorgeous thing to say. That doesn't deserve me anymore. I'm also a big fan of adaptation. Right. So there's still if we really are attached to an item or a way of Mm -hmm. behaving or a decision Mm -hmm. that we'd like to be able to make for ourselves, it is possible to make adaptations, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, the dress doesn't fit anymore because I'm uh, older than I was and therefore I'm not as. So can I wear a um, singlet underneath it or, you know, can I wear a slip so that the fabric feels different um if it's a a decision you know can can I just evolve it a little bit can somebody join me on this Mm. journey whatever it is yeah yeah Sarah it was beautiful what you were talking about with the necklaces and bangles that would also be one of the other easier easiest to change yeah like a um a dress that you're wanting to evolve it could be just adding a necklace and then maybe a, a shirt open shirt over it and then yeah. not the end of the shirt, so it brings it up a little bit like a jacket. So yeah. it's also that plan. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. I know that I've I've always been someone who's hopeless with belts. And I'm like, I see these people trying on like they they just pull an outfit together and I keep thinking one day I'll give that a go, but also it's not gonna hold me back from taking risks. So whatever. <laughs> like maybe I will, maybe I won't. <laughs> um, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing all of that. Like through our discussion I've been able to pull Mm -hmm. out some of that excellent life advice which is about Mm -hmm. affecting no being effective in navigating change whether Mm -hmm. that change was our choice or whether it's change that we need to go through these Mm -hmm. this advice that you've given is so beautiful so helpful to help us navigate that thank you very much oh my pleasure thank you so much it is my absolute deep deep honor to help anyone on that first step of change um that it just makes me really happy to share that i think that's what i love about your energy too (laughs) sarah how can people find you Uh, my instagram handle is sjm styling or my website sjmstyling.com.au and you work with people i love dm conversations um, yeah, beautiful. I work with people one-on-one. Over Zoom as well as, yeah, as well uh, as We face-to-face. can over Zoom, absolutely. Yep, it just depends. If they're within the Perth uh, area, then one-on-one together in their yeah. wardrobe. Yeah. Um, a whole different topic is shopping. Yeah, That's well, I feel like we should put topic. a caveat on if you want to work yeah. with Sarah, be be careful because you'll get some deep work done as well. <laughs> it's not just about what you put on. It's. You know, that beautiful evolution of rediscovery. Evolution, yeah. Yeah, I love it. My, um, what I help you do is I help you identify, embrace and develop 
your style, not my style, not what I think you should wear. I help you identify, embrace and develop your style and love your style. Yeah, beautiful. Sarah, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope you took something of value out of this episode. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and you can find me on the web at dodivorceright.com or on Instagram at dodivorceright. I look forward to connecting with you there.